welcome to the What I Wish I Knew After Pregnancy Loss podcast. I am your host, Shana Southern. I am an angel mom, a rainbow mom, a pregnancy loss practitioner, and trauma-informed coach. I created the Institute of Healing Through Pregnancy Loss out of my own experience with loss in the hopes to provide understanding and healing, educating people on pregnancy loss, and creating more women or men in trained support roles. In this podcast, I hope to shed light on what I wish I knew in relation to pregnancy loss, opening up the conversation, breaking the stigma, and bringing real-life stories plus guest experts. Thank you for being here with me today, and let's dive into today's episode. One in four pregnancies will result in miscarriage. One in eight women will experience infertility. One in 100 women will experience recurrent miscarriage. And one in 160 births end in stillbirth. Have you been wanting to make a difference in the lives of women or men who have experienced pregnancy loss because you can see so many suffering in silence, but you just don't know how? Collectively, we can change how bereaved parents can access mental, physical and emotional support after their experience. There is a lot of women with unhealed trauma and there is a huge gap in the current support system when it comes to bereaved parents' recovery after loss. There are too many women and men suffering in silence. The Pregnancy Loss Practitioner Certification is a worldwide, one-of-a-kind program that gives you proven methods designed for healthcare professionals, medical staff, midwives, nurses, doulas, birth workers, coaches, and angel parents alike. The Pregnancy Loss Practitioner Certification is bridging that gap. It will give you a proven support structure to follow and education specific to pregnancy loss, created by a loss mum. It is creating more education specifically for loss so that you can enhance your service and become the point of difference. Or you can create the support that you so desperately needed in your healing after loss. This is the next level of growth and expansion you have been searching for. So does this sound like something that you have been searching for? Let's explore this more together. You can head to the episode show notes where you'll find the program application or direct message me on Instagram and let's open up the conversation in how you can use this education. You have a gift and I look forward to supporting you and witnessing you bring your gift to the world, healing and transforming women's lives. Hello, beautiful souls, Shana with you. Today, I want to go through with you a masterclass that I did around the gut and brain axis. I feel like it's a really important topic to be aware of, and it's something that I became aware of after my loss and in my healing and recovery. And it's also something that I was never made aware of by anyone else in terms of the medical support that I had. It was focusing mainly on mental health and kind of left out the whole physical aspect of it. And our nutrition is super important. I'm, well, I was an elite athlete growing up. So I know how important nutrition is in our body 
And I was always aware of how our body is always in communication with each other. Our gut and our brain is always in communication. And you cannot heal only focusing on one aspect. So today I want to go through with you, like I said, the presentation that I have created. It was for a conference that I did. And I want to go through elements of that with you today so that it gives you an understanding of how our body is communicating, how our brain and our gut are communicating. So what I'll be covering is the gut and brain connection and what effects it can have mentally, the vagus nerve and gut bacteria, and the vibrational scale of food, because what we put in us matters. So have you ever had that gut-wrenching experience? And I'm assuming because you're here that you would have. Your gut health, your mental health, and your healing after pregnancy loss are connected. Your gut and brain are always in constant communication. So in your healing and recovery after pregnancy loss, or any stressful life event for that matter, paying close attention to your gut health and what you choose to eat is crucial in your healing and recovery. So gut bacteria are key players in your mood and mental health. They can relieve the symptoms of depression, anxiety, and stress, but they can also make them worse. Your colon is home to trillions of bacterial cells, which make up unique ecosystem called the gut microbiome. Your digestion takes place very well when you're in the parasympathetic state of rest and digest producing gastrointestinal juices and breaking down food. But when you are in the sympathetic state of fight and flight or shutdown, your digestion takes the back seat and you may experience lack of appetite or irritable bowel, which has to do with your vagus nerve. So the gut bacteria is always talking to your brain too. Now the role of the vagus nerve in your digestion is motility, so it helps Food move through your digestive tract. Digestion, it stimulates the release of digestive enzymes and appetite. So it communicates safety to the brain. And your body needs to feel safe to be able to digest food. So when the vagus nerve is impaired by stress, that directs energy, sorry, and attention to your muscles and your brain. It can't react effectively to inflammation which is bad for your gut and your gut bacteria. And that's why your vagus nerve is so important. Being able to recognize what nervous system state you are in and support yourself to a balanced state. So connections between the gut and the brain. So paying close attention to that gut-brain link because it may play a role in your anxiety and digestive issues. Your gut is the third brain. So your enteric nervous system or gut brain is your digestive intelligence and it is the intuitive brain, a reactive response communication that isn't based on reason and sometimes tells you to act quickly because it's, it comprehends a situation before your brain does. For example, we might move out of the path of traffic without having consciously or head brain realized that the vehicle was even there. The gut brain is where the digestive intelligence is stored and is the most prominent sign of alignment. So think about it. Digestion is all about the intake, so that goes into our bodies, 
ultimately becoming the outcome. Digestive intelligence involves you either holding on to or letting go of emotions. It is your nutrition according to your specific bodily needs. Intuitive and mindful eating practices are proven to aid gut function balance and balance out excess and deficiencies through proper nutrition, strengthening your digestion by nourishing your gut. Good health begins with a healthy heart and gut, and this increases immunity. A happy gut also aids in better sleep, which is crucial to your healing journey. You can't expect to feel 100% mentally, physically, and spiritually when you don't recognize your gut and brain connection. The stomach and intestines are directly controlled by the brain. So for example, just thinking about eating might cause the stomach fluids to be released before the food even arrives. This link works both ways. Just as a troubled brain can send messages to the gut, so can a troubled intestine. So as a result, anxiety, stress, or depression can either produce or result in intestinal trouble within you. This is a result of the close relationship between the gastrointestinal system and the brain. So the gastrointestinal tract is sensitive to emotion, anger, anxiety, sadness, elation, all of these feelings and more can trigger symptoms in the gut. The brain has a direct effect on the stomach and intestines and vice versa. So this is especially true when a person has stomach trouble with no clear physical explanation. It is hard to cure a troubled gut for such functional GI disorders without recognizing the effects of stress and emotions. These don't reside in the brain, they reside in the body. So given how tightly the stomach and brain are connected, it's easy to see how you could experience nausea before delivering a presentation or a gas or intestinal pain when under stress. And because their brains are more sensitive to pain signals from the gastrointestinal tract, many people with functional GI problems experience pain more intensely than other people do. Pain that already exists may seem worse under stress. So you might predict that therapy to lower stress or treat anxiety or depression will help at least some individuals with functional GI disorders. And according to numerous research, psychologically orientated methods are more effective at treating gut problems than conventional medical care alone. But to take that one step further, somatic therapies will support this even more than traditional talk therapy. So this is saying that talk therapy and you know, being able to work on your mind and the stress that your body is holding. So somatic therapy is going to support you if you are experiencing any intestinal issues at all. Now, I want to go into the electromagnetic scale of food because what we put in our body matters and food has energy. In the 1930s and 1940s, Andre Simonton, a French expert who studied electromagnetic fields, carried out an experiment to examine the electromagnetic waves of certain foods. He discovered that a person in good health should have a vibration of at least 6,500 anstroms. Now, anstroms are a measure of energy, like a measure of the wavelengths. 
So Simonton did a study which was done on the electromagnetic waves of particular foods. So what you consume consumes you and what consumes you controls you. Simonton realized foods not only had a particular amount of calories, which is the chemical energy, but also an electromagnetic power, which is a vibrational energy. Simonton divided the categories of food up into four categories according to the scale of Anstrom's, which again is a measure of electromagnetic wavelengths. So category one is full of high vibrational foods, which is fresh fruit, raw vegetables, whole grains, olives, almonds, hazelnuts, sunflower seeds, soy, and coconut. Category two is full of lower vibrational foods, which is boiled vegetables, milk, butter, eggs, honey, cooked fish, peanut oil, sugarcane, and wine. Category three is full of very low vibrational foods, which is cooked meat, sausages, coffee, tea, chocolate, jams, processed cheese, and white bread. And category four exhibits practically no anstroms, which is margarine, conserves, alcoholic spirits, refined white sugar, and bleached flour. Now, I just want to go into a little bit about, you know, food in general. So avoid low nutrient foods. So high on that list is simple sugars. So candy and cookies and caffeine. Stress tends to sap energy, so the instinct is to choose easy stimulants to perk us back up. The problem with simple sugars and caffeine, though, is they boost our energy quickly, but only for a short period of time. And after the effects of the sugar and caffeine have subsided, you might feel even more depleted than before. So in an hour that you could be dragging, Dr. Cinder Nab says, so instead choose foods that are both nurturing and nourishing your mind and body. And I just want to make a point too here with caffeine is that if you are in a stress response from your nervous system, caffeine isn't going to be supporting you in that stress response. It's actually going to be heightening it, intensifying it and making it worse. So really just not to say give up caffeine, I'm just saying notice how you're feeling. Notice how you feel when you have caffeine, maybe how you feel before you have it and then how you feel after you have it, but also noticing your energy levels as well. Because like I said just before, we choose foods that give us that instant high, but then also can make us crash and you know, only boost our energy for a short period of time. That low energy and high energy roller coaster is going to be affecting your mental health. When we are at points of low energy, it's very hard to to process things, to, you know, support our mental health because we just don't have the energy. And a lot of what is happening around us can very easily consume us and get on top of us. So it's really about as well in those moments of low energy, what other things could you choose that are a little bit healthier for you? to nourish you, to nurture you, which is also going to give you the energy and support your nervous system. Now, just before I close up this episode, I do want to bring awareness to this, what I've just spoken about and the fact that this is for awareness and educational purposes only. Everything I am sharing is part of my education as a trauma-informed coach 
my lived experience in healing after pregnancy loss, but I am not a gastroenterologist or a nutritionist. So if there is more things that you want to explore after listening to what I've spoken about today, please seek the right support for you, whether it is a, you know, seeking out the support of a doctor or a nutritionist or a gastroenterologist. But make sure that you're seeking the right support for what it is that you are needing. I hope that this episode was helpful for you. If it was, I invite you to leave a review on Apple Podcasts and I look forward to supporting you in the next episode. Thank you for listening in with me today. I hope you found this episode helpful. If you did, I would absolutely love to hear from you. Take a screenshot of this episode, share it to social media and tag me at Institute of Healing underscore PL. I love seeing what is resonating with you right now. If you want to chat further, I invite you to connect with me through Instagram. Head over and follow my Instagram account, send me a DM and let's open the communication. If you want to know more about how you can be the support for others, head to the show notes and fill out the application form for the Pregnancy Loss Practitioner Certification. I want to also note here that what I share within the episodes is not medical advice. If you need further support, please consult your doctor. Thank you again. Much love to you. Be gentle with yourself and I look forward to supporting you on the next episode.